You're listening to COVID-19, podcast by Addie Miller. This podcast goes into detail about what happened to the world when coronavirus hit. You will hear where it came from, the statistics, a special guest point of view on this virus, how you can stay safe and keep others around you safe, and my personal experiences through this treacherous time. Enjoy! In the winter of 2019, the world was hit by a new deadly virus that could not only cause illness, but could also cause pneumonia and even death. A virus like this one hasn't occurred since over a decade ago. This virus has taken lives, taken jobs away from people, and completely shut down the globe. Will we ever see the light at the end of the tunnel? Listen to the rest of this podcast to find out. Coronavirus is a deadly virus that took the world by storm in 2019. More commonly known as COVID-19, coronavirus is a deadly disease relating to the lungs. This disease is contagious and has been passed from human to human undetectably. This virus can also be picked up from surfaces and objects all around us. Some health experts are concerned because they know so little about this virus and it has the power to create some severe illness and pneumonia. It has created many problems all across the globe, including death, large public places being closed, quarantine, everyone needing to wear a mask, and social distance when leaving their homes, and many people have lost their, lot, or lost their jobs due to this shutdown. This virus has increased the death toll over time, and it doesn't look like it is slowing down. Many public places have been banned from having large gatherings at this time due to the virus. Everyone has had to quarantine in their homes and when going out, wearing a mask and staying a minimum of six feet away from others at all times. And along with that, many people have lost their jobs due to this world shutdown. The first case in this outbreak was recorded on December 1st, 2019. It was located in Wuhan, Hubei province in China by a 55-year-old. Over time, this disease spread to relatives, friends, co-workers, travelers, and other unsuspecting victims. As I said before, the first case that supposedly started this treacherous outbreak was recorded in China and slowly made its way into the western parts of Asia. There, it was picked up by passing citizens, travelers, tourists, and other people that may have been there. As of March 14th, 2020, both Eastern and Western Asia have recorded over 20,000 cases of COVID-19. The world has had many questions about this disease, like, is it contagious? 
Is it deadly? How long does it last? How do I know if I have it? How should I stay safe? But there's one question we are all still asking ourselves to this day. Where did it come from? The primary factor of any disease comes from either a biological factor, a chemical factor, a physical factor, a psychological factor, or a genetic factor. Many people think the virus came from a chemical factor or something in seafood, but many others believe it came from a genetic factors or just genetics. This virus actually came from a physical factor, bats. To be more specific, it came from a bat colony 90 miles away from Shitu Cave in China, says Shai, who in China is known as Batwoman. She was given this title because of her tireless research over bats and their natural habits. She says that COVID-19 is a virus similar to the one that hit the world over a decade ago, known as SARS. She says they are both similar to rabies and other deadly diseases humans can catch from animals. Next up, we will be talking with Mandy Henry, who actually contracted the virus and recovered from it. Hello. Hi, Addie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for letting me be part of your podcast today. Thank you very much for joining me today. So you actually caught the virus and you recovered from it. Thank goodness you recovered. Thank you. Yes, I had a very mild case, thankfully, but I I did test positive for the unfortunate COVID. So do you know how you contracted this virus? I actually do not. I have a suspicion that my kids had caught a stomach bug at school. I thought was no big deal. They recovered quickly and possibly that was a maybe a mild form of COVID. We're waiting on some antibody tests to confirm that. But other than that, to my knowledge, I had not been exposed. So I don't know how I got it. Okay, so how long did it last? Well, I quarantined um, from when I got tested and then my test came back positive. I had to isolate for um, seven days and I was home quarantining a couple more days on top of that for that 10 total. But thankfully, because my symptoms didn't my fever didn't linger Um, I was able to be released at that time so I was sick for about two days and then just some very mild symptoms from there that lasted um, close to close to that whole time I had just I was more fatigued Um, I got a cough that still is lingering they said that could linger for a couple weeks it kind of comes and goes Um, and I lost my sense of smell Um, about three days in, all of a sudden I woke up and had no sense of smell. That was odd. (laughs) That lasted about three days and then it came back, thankfully. So kind of just very mild symptoms. Um, even my high fever, the highest I went to was 100.4. So just enough symptoms compiled to make me think I should go get tested and then thought for sure I was negative and unfortunately I was positive. Okay. So how did it feel to be in isolation for that long? You know, that was the hardest part. I put up some giant poster paper and made some plans of things I wanted to do while I was in my room by myself. But being an extrovert, that was definitely hard to be isolated from my kids and not be able to cook for them. I could use one restroom and I was in my bedroom and that was 
kind of where I was stuck to for those days. And that was, I caught up on some Netflix shows, you know, I tried to make the best of it, but it was definitely the most difficult. Okay, so adding on, adding on to that, um, was there any, anything you wanted to try that you've tried or you haven't had the time to, so you tried in the past couple of days? In isolation? I did reorganize my closet by length of sleeve and color and um, I went through a bunch of paperwork that had been just piling up and filed nothing real exciting. Um, had I had more time to plan <laughs> I might have had someone pick up like some water painting or something like that or I don't know something like that artsy that would have been fun but I just kind of made do with what I had. Um, I also organized all my apps on my phone like the home edit um, by rainbow color and um, so my phone looks very pretty. <laughs> There's a plus. Yes. Um, was there a point when you started to feel better and then all of a sudden it got worse when you had it? You know, actually, a couple days in I thought, okay, I, I'm not running a high temperature anymore. I'm feeling good. My temperature would always be higher later in the day. Um, and it was never coming down to a regular temp for me. It stayed in like the 99 range. Um, but. I thought I was feeling better and then all of a sudden about day four I was just really tired. I I slept a lot that day. I got a massive headache. Um, so I not anything that in a, again in a non-COVID world I would have thought much of. I would have just thought I didn't have enough caffeine or something. But mm -hmm. um, yeah the, it definitely kind of came into different little little waves. Again mine very mild symptoms all throughout but they did get a little bit worse on around day four. Yeah. So when you first learned that you had this virus, were you scared? Were you just... I burst out into tears actually, and then had to kind of take a minute to gather myself so I could get the rest of the details um, from the health department. I think it was, it felt like shame. And I know that's silly because I didn't try to get sick and you can't help it when you get sick. But I feel like there's so much fear around this virus to be afraid that I might've exposed, you know, obviously my family's around me, um, friends that have immunocompromised situations that I might have been near, you're immediately racking your brain with all the people you've been around. Like, who could I have exposed? And or at least that's how I responded. It was, it was um, sad and fearful at first. And then the health department walking me through who actually was exposed that helped. But I immediately just felt like, oh my gosh, who did I make sick? Is someone going to, you know, get hurt or be in the hospital or is it going to be my fault? And I had to kind of process that quickly thankfully I'm a quick processor but that was my initial was fear and shame so do you have any symptoms besides cough cold fever tiredness that the listeners at home could watch out for um I mean this is kind of disgusting and a little bit TMI but they do say there's some stomach issues with it I did not get sick to my stomach through vomiting but um I did have some upset tummy issues and um, that was near the beginning was one of the things along with the high temperature and just real quick like a train I had stomach issue the higher temperature and body aches um, that afternoon it hit me around three or four o'clock in the afternoon and it just kind of came out of nowhere so I think if you see a couple of different symptoms that's kind of what you want to one thing to watch for anyway okay how has the virus affected your family and extended family um, you know, having to ask my husband to be home from work for two weeks and the kids had to be home from school and not see their friends and um, that was hard. I think it was nobody 
wants to be isolated unless it's your choice. You know, sometimes we take a day and we go escape for a hike in the woods or something like that. That's fine. But when someone tells you you have to be home for 14 days and you can't leave your house and you can't see your friends and you can't, it was hard. And it was hard that that was, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, my fault that they all had to quarantine too. Um, And I think people are a little, you know, when they know somebody close to you, like extended family, go, oh my gosh, my sister or my daughter-in-law or whoever, you know, had the virus, then all of a sudden they realized it could happen to them. And it, it just, there's so much fear around this virus. And I think that it, it created a little more anxiety for the people who know me in some cases. I had a coworker who had been around me the weekend that I was contagious. And I know it, I put a lot of anxiety and fear into her um, that she was going to end up contracting it and give it to her family. Mm-hmm. And lastly, what would you say to the people who think this virus is a hoax or not real? Well, I think there's this fine line we have to walk that this virus, like any kind of virus, can affect someone in a really serious way. I mean, I personally know someone who did die from COVID. However, she had autoimmune diseases and was already in compromised health. Um, You know, it's still sad and we're grieving her loss and none of us wanted to see her go. Um, But she could have contracted something else to it. I don't think it would have had to be COVID and Uh, It's just what it was for her. And it is so contagious and and running right now. Um, But I think also we have to remember that this virus is real, but also we have to go out and live our lives and mental health is important too. And so making sure that you can, you know, wear a mask when you're inside and you have to be less than six feet from people, wash your hands. You know, we should all be washing our hands a lot. I'm kind of worried we've had to talk so much about washing hands (laughs) were we not washing our hands before that's kind of gross um but yeah I think just kind of take it serious enough to be respectful and honor I think where I've landed is that if you want to wear a mask and you need to stay six feet I respect that and if you want to stand close to me and give me a hug at least ask me first you know and let me make that choice and then respect what my decision is I think there's a lot for us to learn about kindness and respect with something like this But it is real. I mean, it's it's a real illness. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. My pleasure. It was good to talk with you. I hope it's helpful to someone. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye, Addie. This COVID-19 virus has affected many people and families individually, including myself. COVID-19 has impacted my life by shutting down my school, sports, activities, and public stores and restaurants. To to keep staff and students safe, most schools have been moved to virtual learning environments. This way, everyone can stay safe in their home and protect the ones that they love. I'm not really a fan of virtual learning, and I would rather be in the classroom, in the same classroom as the person I'm learning from, but I know virtual learning is a safer way to handle this virus and stay safe. But not only has the school been canceled, but sports were also canceled around the globe. My soccer season was put on hold due to the virus, along with many other sports. Even some of the professional games were canceled, like the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs game, due to many COVID-19 cases on both teams, or the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins game, that was also canceled due to the virus. Along with that, many of my favorite restaurants were canceled to keep customers and employees safe. These included 
pizza places, dine-in places, and fast food restaurants. I personally live in Texas, and the county I live in um, has 9,281 cases, and the amount of deaths from that was 148. COVID-19 started in the United States in early February. Though we did not have the number of cases that Asia did, our numbers started to gradually increase over time. To this day, the United States has had 216,872 total deaths due to COVID-19. And the number is still growing. At this time, California leads with 853, sorry, 858,401 confirmed cases, with Texas in second with a total number of 805,082 cases, and Florida in third with 744,911 cases. This disease was spread to the United States from Asia. No one knows who brought it, but someone came from Asia with the disease and brought it over with them. After landing from a plane or wherever, everything and everyone that person came in close contact with was infected by the virus and has been passed from person to person. This is how the COVID-19 virus was spread to the United States. Hello, Ava. Welcome to the program. We're really glad you could make it. Thank you for having me. You and your family during these times of COVID. We're okay. We're surviving. <laughs> Barely. We'll get Have y'all been able to get out of the house at all? Um, we don't like getting out of the house because my brother's really high risk. High risk relates to underlying medical conditions. So we tend to only go to sports practices, which is my sister Elle's and cross country practice for seventh and eighth grade at 7 a.m. and my swim practice at the Georgetown Rec Center in the afternoons. That's cool. So. In your opinion, what has been the best and worst part about being in quarantine? Well, I can tell you the worst part is having to deal with my family 24-7 for the past months. But the best part is definitely that I get more time to like read, more free time, watching movies. I never really realized how busy my life was until like all of it just stopped. That's good. So. How has your online schooling been going? It's okay, you know, there's some technology hitches along the way, but otherwise, it's pretty much the same thing as in school work. Has it been hard for you? Yeah, I like to have the teacher in front of me actually teaching. It's more stimulating than staring at a computer screen all day, but take what you can get, you know? So, what are your thoughts on a vaccine for coronavirus? 
I think that would be great because that means that I can finally go to the house and go to school and do all the fun stuff that I normally can do and it would prevent a lot of deaths which is always good. Anyone that has been or that has had this virus? No, I don't know anyone personally. I'm sure my parents do or have known about somebody who has gotten it on social media, but I think everyone that I know has stayed pretty safe. That's good. And what do you see happening over the next year? There's no way of telling. It's 2020. It's going to be crazy just like everything else has been. It's, mm -hmm. it's out of it's out of hand at this point. Well, that's all the questions I have for you. Thank you, Ava, for taking the time to talk to me. Of course, anytime. Thanks again, Ava, for talking with me about this virus and your points of view on it. I think it's important to see how others feel about this virus so we can all do our part to help each other. Think about ways at home that you can do your part to help better people around you. Next, we will talk about those ways that you can use to help others in your community. The absolute only way that we can kill this disease is if we all come together as one and be safe. That means all of us. Even the listeners at home can do their part to keep everyone safe. When leaving your home, make sure you wear a mask and properly social distance yourself. It is best if you stay a minimum of six feet away from others at all times. Then, when you come home, don't touch your mouth, eyes, or nose. Make sure you wash your hands for at least 20 seconds with warm soap or warm water and soap. Also, when you do go out, bring some hand sanitizer so that you can use hand sanitizer on your hands after touching any surfaces. Now, putting hand sanitizer on is great and all, but it might not get all the germs off your hands, so make sure you also wash your hands afterwards. If you don't have a mask and you can't get one when you're out, use your shirt to cover your nose and mouth and turn away from oncoming people. Some people say you should hold your breath when others walk by and then breathe when they leave. Another way you could wear your mask or another way you can wear a mask if you don't have one is to make one. There are tons of videos online that can teach you and show you how to make one. And the best part about it is you can customize it to be your very own. Don't wait to start with all these precautions. The sooner we all start following them, the faster this disease will die off and we can all go back to our normal lives. If we all don't start being careful, this virus is gonna keep killing us off one by one. We need to come together as one and stay safe to defeat this virus. I know that we can do it. We all just need to get on the same page and come together to kill this virus before it kills us.
you for listening to COVID-19 with me, Addie Miller. I hope you learned something from my podcast and that you carry it with you for the rest of your life. Make sure to stay safe and watch out for COVID-19. See you next time.